in the business books that you're reading and I'm reading that, you know, when you have a new idea or a new company, there's this excitement that really brings you up. I'm so happy when I, where I am now. Basically, I don't need any more new clients. What's up, you guys? My name is Mikko Kraszowski, and welcome to episode 77 of That Remote Life Podcast, where we hear from location-independent entrepreneurs and professionals so you can learn to quit the cubicle and live life on your terms. I have a very fun episode for you guys today because my guest is none other than my dad, Deutschen Kraszowski. Uh, my dad has been working as a personal trainer in Cincinnati, Ohio for over a decade now, but I wanted to have him on the podcast because over the last few years, he has started transitioning his business to working remotely and even being able to work with his clients while traveling as a digital nomad. In this episode, you will hear about what made my dad decide to start working online with his clients, the benefits it has made to his business, and how COVID has in many ways impacted and uh, in some ways even improved his business. Like I said, uh, this was a really fun episode to record and you will even get a little bit of background into my transition from working as a lifeguard to then working online and how my parents felt about it and how they kind of handled that transition and their son sort of leaving and doing this crazy thing as working uh, online and traveling the world. But before we dive into the interview, uh, please consider leaving us an honest review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen uh, to podcasts. It is the best way to support this show, and I love reading the comments and reviews. It's it's a really great insight into what you guys enjoy about this show uh, so that I can make sure to focus and do more of that. All right, you guys, uh, without further ado, let's dive into this fun interview with my dad, Deutschen Karshavsky. All right. Well, this is a very interesting interview for me because uh, I have never talked to our guest in English before, I don't think, because it's my dad. So uh, my dad, Deutschen, for those who don't know you, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> this is very, this is very, this is going to be, dad, I have to be honest. I have interviewed so many people on this podcast at this point. I, I was actually very nervous to have you on the podcast because this is very weird. This is very strange for us to be talking over Zoom in English and in an interview format. So are you feeling nervous or you, how does this feel? Never. You should be actually nervous. <laughs> okay. So the reason why I wanted to have you on the podcast was I was talking with um, my friend Travis recently from Extra Pack of Peanuts. And we were talking about the fact that over the last couple of years, You've gone from being, you know, like a regular entrepreneur sounds bad, but somebody whose business was stationary and like you were working with clients face to face to transitioning into more of a location independent business to the point where you are now, if you want to be uh, a digital nomad. And I even remember, um, what was it like last summer or maybe last fall? I remember I got a picture. I was back here in the States and you were in Bulgaria and I got a picture from you that was of you at night 
in our office, like in our bedroom, in our apartment in Bulgaria, and you were working with clients and the picture said, I'm, I'm a digital nomad now too, which is very funny. So that's why I wanted to have you on the podcast, just talk about why did you do that and, and everything like that. So to get started, uh, can you tell people what is your business and like, what are you actually doing with clients? Well, I help extraordinary people to become better in what they do. <laughs> this is my uh, um, tagline. Uh, I learned it from uh, one of your many uh, books that you recommended to me. So I'm now addicted to all these like self-improving business books. But anyway, <laughs> I, I, I was uh, for many years, I was personal trainer, physical trainer. I was helping people to get in shape and this slowly developed evolved into more like wellness uh, concierge coach like I I really help people to to um, become better um, in a, their physiology and then um, perform better optimal performance is another term that we use um, peak performance um, and who would you say like who buys this service from you like who are the people that are like your clients that are like your perfect client, for example. Yeah, we had this conversation a long, long time, like trying to figure out who is my like best client and uh, the avatar of my clients. And when I look to my like clients now, 80% of, of my clients are doctors, which is kind of weird, <laughs> doctors to buy like uh, my like personal trainer services. Um, other clients are people who are- Why very, do you think just to- uh, why do you think that's weird? Like, why do you feel that that's weird? Well, doctors are, we have this picture like uh, for doctors that they know everything about health. And if you know everything about health, you probably are in great shape and you don't have any problems. Um, apparently, this is not true. Not just for doctors. This is not true for like any profession. Very often, actually, you have the opposite. You know everything that you need to do, but you don't have uh, just, a, you need a little help to, to uh, implement this in a real life. And that, then what? You know, everything sounds good. Like, you know, you have a personal training business, you're working with doctors, so that's great because, you know, they can pay well and whatever. Uh, why then start working remotely? Where did that idea come from? Well, uh, watching my son having uh, the best time of his life and traveling and visiting these places and actually making money, uh, well, of course, I, I it, it it's always been on my like uh, in my dream list to travel and uh, be able to you know support myself not only in making money but uh, making um, um, sensible change in other people's life. If this makes sense. Because it's not just about money. You can probably like sail, you know, I would love to sail around the world. And uh, you can work in every port and make money and sail to the next port. This is not something that I'm looking for. But um, to be able to be engaged in a meaningful way and to be able to not be connected to one place, like kind of anchored to somewhere that you need to be. and. Um, First, technology. Actually, yesterday I was thinking about um, when was the first kind of glimpse to the remote uh, work for me. 
And it was back in maybe 1998 or 99 when um, Lele Chefi, our friends that were already here, they sent me here this, in the uh, US. Yeah, in the uh, laptop. And oh my gosh, that was my baby. I basically almost like slept with it. And it now, if you look back, it was probably eight, uh, eight uh, uh, RAM memory or something like that. The, the internet back then was a dial up. Uh, it was, um, and then there was nothing on the internet. There was no Google, there was no like uh, any search machines. But still, the, this laptop that you can take and actually type. Back then, I was uh, working in my own uh, foundation. You remember that time? And uh, most of my work was to write stuff, to, to type stuff, like technically. And the thing that you can actually have your typing machines everywhere in your backpack, if you want to, uh, was like like a new way of uh, looking at your like office even. I remember many days I, I wouldn't even go to the office because I have my laptop with me. And uh, even if you stay home or you go somewhere, and um, at one of my sailing trips i i had my laptop and i was able to connect to internet and communicate with uh with uh, people and colleagues and that was wow i can do this and then one year i remember very uh well uh, uh we were in turkey in one of the sailing ports and next to us there's this nice big expensive yacht coming and there's one guy there and he hook up everything, like uh, set up a little dinner for himself, then open the laptop, did something like a job, probably like in finances, I was imagining. And then he just put everything down and fell asleep. And uh, next, next, uh, next day he was gone. And I said, oh my gosh, this is like, I want this. This is my future life. I want this to happen. So I'm still working on that. So you were, so that's funny because you were, I don't remember you. I remember that laptop and I remember what yeah. you did in Bulgaria, but I don't remember like, like your digital nomading before it was even a thing back in the nineties with, you know, yeah. with the original. So that's very cool. So you mentioned, uh, the fact that I started doing this and I started like working mm. online and sort of traveling and this is diverting a little bit from the conversation, but I think it's interesting for people to hear because a lot of the people that are listening did what I did um, or are, are planning on doing it. What did you think when I came and I said, hey, this is what I want to do? Like, as a father, what was your response to that? What were you thinking at the time? Well, when my first thing, like my first thought was about your mom, of course. I said, oh my gosh, how are we going to tell this to Danny? Like, how are we going to tell your mom about this? It wasn't at all about like, uh, is it like right or wrong? Or should I like uh, give you my opinion? It was like, how are we going <laughs> to... Uh, because, you know, your mom is always behind you and uh, supports you, but she's the one that... Um, has the this like worry nature what will happen this is not the nature nature way we he, he should get degree and we had this conversation many many times with her and um i think i um, i kind of uh, we both actually trick her into this because we said you're taking a, a year off which yeah, is because very you're common. talking what you're talking about here is not me deciding to be a digital nomad you're talking about when i decided to quit college which well, was actually, big, yeah. yeah, 
actually started I mean, it started the evening there. started. Yeah. You didn't know where you're going, but I, right. uh, for knowing you and knowing myself, I probably gave you that uh, kind of a virus of not staying on one place. <laughs> so and, so um, it's your fault. I can blame it on you from now on. I can. Just... All right, I'll take it. I'll take the credit. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, I remember when you were uh, after you quit and you started, you know, like. Um, your company and then you struggle with that and um, um, when you actually when we were working at that uh, swimming pool the swim mm -hmm. safe yeah I used to I, so for people who don't know I used to work as a lifeguard so I, I quit college and I was trying to do uh, I was working in like the startup scene here locally in Cincinnati and to support myself while trying to run a company I was working as a lifeguard so that's kind of the background so in um, you were going to the pool like at 4 5 a.m. And at that point, I was, I, I, we sold your car and I was taking you there. And we had this like very long conversation on the way uh, to, the, to the pool, remember? And um, I remember one day I, I, I asked you how much money you make in this uh, swimming pool. And you mm -hmm. told me, I said, okay, why don't you just like, you know, start working for me for the same money? And uh, you can do actually whatever like your like passion is like more. It, it's way closer than uh, uh, the swimming pool because I was struggling with uh, my website and my SEOs time. Actually, words that I didn't know back then. So then you gave me that freaking virus with all this like internet and uh, Facebook thing and posting and Instagram, and I had. And I now, when you're going you know, on your own way, I need to deal with all this on myself. But uh, yeah, I remember when you um, traveling and working is perfect. It's great, and the world is so like you know amazing. And I would love everybody to discover it because I think when you discover the world, you become better person. When you're better person, you create better world. So that's that's kind of a, a connection. And um, I would love that all your friends actually are discovering uh, this uh, through your stories and uh, Ian and Caroline, they discover Bulgaria and so many friends. Yeah, I'm excited about your lifestyle. And uh, what was the first step that you took? You know, you decided, you know, you got interested to start, you know, working remotely. Like, what was the thing? Like, was it just the fact that we were doing it or was there something else that made you want to start working with clients remotely? I think one of my clients is uh, very far away, like uh, maybe 45 minutes from where I live. And um, he was the first that asked for a remote session. And we started doing this. And it's, uh, it works for both parties very well because his sessions were usually less than an hour. And um, and I was traveling 30 minutes one direction. So if you make the, the, the math, I'm traveling one hour and working 40 minutes and then I got paid for like, you know, 30 minutes. And um, and then I saw that actually it's, uh, it's, um, it's working. Um, many things are not um, available when you're not there. But for uh, especially for people who have been with me for years, I already know how how to 
direct them. They know the, the good form of the exercises. And um, with my physical presence there, it's not significant change. And when uh, the coronavirus hit, they were ready to go all remotely. That I'm very thankful. All my clients, basically, they went full-time remotely the moment, uh, um, you know, the coronavirus hit. And probably that happened with many, many other, like, personal trainers. When you, when you, when your clients know you and you know them, it's very easy to, like, uh, do the transition. And um, now with the new service that I'm creating, it's basically the whole new service is based on remote. And we talked about this many times, the, um, the mastermind groups, actually the idea came from uh, uh, everything that I learned from your circle, from people on your podcast or podcast that I'm listening to, or I've been to another um, mastermind group. Said so this is a great idea. I can use this in in my world. So mm -hmm. now you know I have uh, uh, mastermind groups and uh, people all over the world um, are uh, participating, and I'm helping them to become better um, in their lives. Not just uh, physical exercises. Just I discovered it's more important to have um, like uh, habits, good healthy habits in your life than to do like a very heavy session one hour in the mm -hmm. gym. Yeah. So I want to touch a little bit because you brought it up and I was curious about this beforehand about the coronavirus because obviously it shifted a lot of things in many industries into being more like remote friendly. But was that the thing that before the coronavirus happened, were you already trying to push the business into being all remote and then that kind of sealed it? Or was the coronavirus the thing that kind of triggered moving everybody into like a remote client? I think when the coronavirus hit and we said, okay, we're going to stay home, keep the social distancing, um, I kind of count all my clients that um, uh, at that point, at that point wasn't just one or or maybe two or three that were like uh, uh, remotely. and Because you had this, transitioned a few of them yeah, before that. Yeah. And uh, I got so like, you know, calm. It's okay. I will be fine. Even with, if even nobody else switch, I will be just fine. I will survive. We've seen worst. And that gave me such a like comfort to experiment and to push uh, to new things. And also gave me a lot of time. And you know, time is a, uh, it's uh, something that we don't get back. And I decided to spend this extra time at the beginning in just like investing in myself. I, I started reading about all this like remote stuff and um, possibilities and what people do. And, uh, and finally everything clicks and clicked. And uh, yeah. I, I, um, I'm so happy when I, where I am now Basically, I don't need any more new clients. Uh, I would, I would love to develop more the new service, like to be more exciting for me. And I'm bringing new stuff. Um, it's it's so funny because every time when I I read a book or listen to an interesting podcast, I can't wait to to see my people in the group to to give them this fresh. Uh, knowledge and uh, to ask them to apply and to try new stuff and uh, 
that's why I'm so thankful to all these people who are putting out the, the knowledge. It's a, it's a cutting edge experience. You know, I, I follow the Dr. Peter Atier, um, um, other podcasts. I'm just having um, brain fog now. Brain fart, but, yeah. Yeah, brain fart. Uh, but this is a great uh, um, way to... And uh, we didn't talk about this, but my best clients now, my new best clients, because I keep like my precious VAP American clients close to my uh, heart, but uh, my new generation clients are, are expats. Mm -hmm. so this is my uh, like new avatar, Bulgarian expats all over the world. And uh, very often they are... Um, not aware of this cutting edge knowledge because it's happening here in america everything fitness and wellness is basically real the the front the front way of uh, what is happening probably um stuff happens in in england too or uh, like other developed uh, western countries but this is very like a more business oriented so if somebody discovered something it's already out there somebody is making it like happening Mm -hmm. so i'm kind of the the delivering boy to like like i'm reading oh this is very cool i'm gonna give this to my people and i keep this very like exciting for myself because i keep these groups very um, small so i have a personal touch with every one of them and i can basically um personalize every piece of information that i'm giving them so it's not just like do box breathing but when you're gonna right. do the box breathing you do this because you your job is this or do this before meeting or um yeah i definitely want to touch because i i think that what you've done essentially is like you niche down and you're taking and this is something that other people have done where like something is happening in english and they take the information in english and for example like you know they will like move it into like Spanish and they will sell it to like a Spanish audience or to a German audience or, or whatever. And so I, and where there's less competition. Um, so I, I think that you've done that in a very interesting way. And I remember that like when this opportunity kind of started coming up, like I was like, you, you know, you need to do this because it, it would be very interesting. I want to go back to talking about transitioning your clients that were in person to then moving them into remote. Because I think that there's probably people that are listening who have clients they work with in person and are afraid to start that conversation of saying like, okay, well, why don't we do this remotely? Because they're afraid that maybe they're going to lose some clients. So do you have any tips to those people who already have clients, but they want to transition them to like working remotely with them and like how to do that so that like, what were, how did you start that conversation to make sure they didn't like leave? I remember I, I just finished that book, um, Red Velvet Rope Clients or How to Book Yourself Solid. Yeah. And, um, and the, 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 the red line in the book was like how to explain to your clients that they are very special and uh, how to create this mechanism to, to, to have only special clients, only uh, like uh, VIP clients and cut, cut back every, everybody else. Because mm -hmm. you're, you're very good in what you do only when you work with extraordinary people. I said, hmm, that's very interesting. I have only one client that I, <laughs> I probably want to cut. And um, 
So I slowly introduced all my clients to this concept, the velvet, uh, red velvet rope, explaining that, that they're exactly fitting in my red velvet, which is true. Mm -hmm. I love all my clients. And uh, um, when the time came, I said, okay, you know what? You're my uh, red velvet rope client, but we need to change. We need to switch to this because, you know, life happens and uh, it's probably for a short period, but we need to test this. So it's basically the same thing that you did to me and my your, your mom when you were uh, quitting college. So I said, it's going to be temporary. <laughs> and um, same service, uh, same quality, uh, new experience. And um, I always try to point the, the benefits after every session. See, you're now at home. You didn't see it's and, and I cut down the sessions to 30 minutes because 30 minutes is kind of very, um, um, in, it, you can be very effective in 30 minutes. In one hour remotely, um, you tend to kind of, um, um, the, the effectiveness is kind of watered down a little bit. You have mm -hmm. more downtime. Uh, and um, for people who are very uh, in shape, I have uh, ready workouts. Uh, and um, for some of my clients, I check uh, how they slept the night before with the aura ring. And I, I see how um, recovered are they. And I can change, basically create a personalized session hours before the right. session, before I meet them. They even don't know what we're going to do. And um, sometimes they suspect, they said, oh, Deutsche probably uh, saw that I slept 97% last night and I'm ready and that's going to be a very, like, you know, heavy workout. And, so um, yeah. that's a perfect transition into talking about technology because you can't be a digital nomad without the digital point, right, which is, uh, you know, the, the technology. So in what way has technology impacted like, like, how does technology tie into everything that you do? You know, how do you do the sessions? What are the sort of like the tech, like the Uber ring that you use to interact with clients? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I'm a technology guy. Um, I bought all the, the little gadgets that they can give you a little biofeedback about uh, your heart rate, uh, HRV, heart rate variability, all the new cool stuff that um, helps me have better like informed decision what I what I need to offer as a service and uh, uh, what kind of help you need and um, before that it was all intuition and experience and um, now this is probably my 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 service didn't change too much as what I deliver but what changes the things that I can actually show you how my help is changing you in positive way. For mm. example, if I give you an exercise um, to breathe and I can show you how your HRV change before and after, this is a perfect way to uh, motivate you to use this technique or this exercise when you need mm -hmm. it. So in this way, it's, um, because the technology is still not very accurate and everybody said, oh, this is kind of um, not very uh, accurate. It's not like, um, and uh, many people get obsessed with the information. They become like uh, 
um, HRV junkies may taking all them or um, um, so anyway it's more important motivation and um, uh, to have this like self talk everybody I see this is happening this is actually working right. for me it's not just my trainer that told me and that's gonna be good for me it's uh, they have a, a like another objective like um, objective um, uh, way to see that yeah they have like analytics that they're seeing that what they're doing is actually having an effect what are some of the tools that you're using yeah so I'm using mostly uh, the the aura ring for uh, tracking the sleep uh, tra tracking breathing patterns during the night and temperature so this is the only device so far that has the temperature sensor and stop me because I can talk about this uh, uh, long time um, but another device that you know I'm obsessed with in you now you, you have it now the, the, the Apple watch um, they're coming out with the new Apple uh, watch in months and um, I suspect they will release more uh, uh, biofeedbacking stuff in a way of a new sensor that nobody actually has now the, the oxygen uh, um, oxygen saturation sensor and this is going to be a huge change because imagine when uh, Fitbit came out with the uh, heart rate mm -hmm. and then uh, it's just a heart rate. Nobody now watches just the heart rate, but uh, HRV, heart rate variability, which is for somebody who doesn't know is the, the microseconds, milliseconds between two beats of the heart. So if you have a heart rate of 60, they, uh, they are not equally spread in the 60, the 60 pulse. So they have like a little bit in here and a little bit there and the more you have the bigger hrv the more the better your uh sympathetic and parasympathetic system communicates with each other and this is very important especially now with the virus you want to have your uh, uh, immune system ready to respond and high hrv means that these two systems communicate with each other very well, so you're ready to respond to whatever happens. It might be a run, it might be a workout, it might be a virus, but they are ready to communicate mm -hmm. and uh, make a decision faster. So um, temperature is very important because the ring back, uh, because when you sleep, your body temperature needs to drop down with one degree. and. Um, if it doesn't, you don't have a very quality sleep. Now, we used to measure a sleep just with a, with a time, eight hours, kind of, you know, this is, but then there are so many things in the sleep that needs to happen to have a quality sleep. You need to have this uh, REM sleep, rapid eye movement, when you, when you actually, it, this is actually for your brain. Your brain recovers, you, you learn new stuff, you remember you forget this is very important you forget stuff to make room for new and also this is very important for you guys when you like you want to be creative this is the time actually when you when your brain creates new connections between the the new learned stuff mm -hmm. so this is very important without REM sleep you're gonna be like in constant fog you think that you're learning but nothing clicks nothing kind of connects and uh, now we can measure the REM sleep you know you watch measures it and uh, it needs to be at least 10 15 percent from the entire uh, sleep and then the, the deep sleep is when same thing happens but for, for your um, muscles and skeletal systems then you recover from workout then really like deep sleep is uh, 
when you physically re recover and you're ready for the next day challenge. So I'm tracking all this stuff for my clients and then I based, this is a new stuff, like I can do this remotely. It doesn't matter if you're in the same country or in the same like city, I can do this now remotely if you grant me access to your biofeedback. Uh, yeah, I think that that's, I think that's so interesting because, and I, and I spoke recently about this on a, on a previous episode with uh, Dr. Emil Goliath, who was on here. We talked about it before we hit record, but you know, like this whole concept of, and like we talked with him about where this is going is I want somebody who can read all of those statistics for me and tell me what do they mean? Right. So like, I want to go somewhere and, you know, get a whole bunch of tests done in another part of the world where it's much more affordable and not thousands of dollars in the U S send them over to somebody like yourself and say, what does this mean? What do I, how does this affect my workout? What do I need to do? Because I mean, we're not, I'm not an athlete anymore, but in a lot of ways, what I do every day does take some of that, like, you know, you need to be at peak performance in order to like, you know, when I have to record like three videos back to back, like it takes a lot of energy. So I need like that sleep. Um, how do you, how do you actually do it? do everything with clients, like the workouts, like do you use zoom? Like what are some of the, what is some of like, I don't know if you've ever heard of the term before, like tech snack. I don't know. Have you heard that term before? Like what are like the tools and the tech that you use to work with clients other than, um, you know, like some of the like biofeedback things, because I think it's interesting for people who want to work remotely. What are the tools that you're using to actually make the business work? Yeah. So to first, the first part of you, like uh, question was about the, the, the variety of information. And this is a nightmare. Even for me that I'm kind of reading and learning everything, uh, the way it, uh, like they discover it, it's a nightmare to have all this information. And uh, probably most of the experts don't know what to do with the information. For example, HRV has so many like uh, underlying signals and they're so like, uh, um, like difficult to understand. I can't connect them with something in my life. And this is a very important to connect data to something that you're doing. For example, good sleep, better HRV. That's okay. That's already, we create this uh, relationship already, but there's so many like high frequency, low frequency waves. And, um, um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very careful, careful with the information I'm giving back to my clients because I don't want to kind of overload them with data <clears throat> and they get obsessed with data, but, uh, don't know what to do or, uh, uh, you know, become, uh, they, uh, demotivated to do stuff. And um, that's why I kind of, um, I act as a filter, like give me all your data, I'll, I'll tell you what to do. Like, just like, I'll give you like uh, an, an act, a simple act, do this, that's it. Don't mm -hmm. worry about it, do this. And uh, probably for some time it's gonna be like this. And uh, I, I admit most of the time it's my intuition that's in play. It, uh, it goes back years of my experience and now with the new data, sometimes just just improve my decision but to go back to the 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 end of the question we use zoom uh for some for some reasons people in europe hate zoom and uh 
with them I tried different um, um, Facebook rooms, uh, Google, and the Google service. I forgot Hangouts. the name. Hangouts, Hangouts, yeah. Which is and, the worst. <clears throat> yeah. The point is I can do whatever is uh, comfortable for my clients. I try not to get too much obsessed with uh, technology, but the, uh, the different thing with my service than uh, other services remotely is that my clients need to have some equipment if you're gonna work mm -hmm. out, for example. If it's not breathing exercise or meditation or, uh, um, or I'm helping them with a day-to-day -day, like uh, budget, uh, not budget, but uh, um, healthy habits creation, mm -hmm. um, then we need to have equipment. And usually when I start with a new client, I said, okay, you're gonna need an exercise ball, one of these big balls that you inflate. You're gonna need the TRX, and you know TRX. I'm like big um, uh, proponent of TRX. Great, great for traveling. You got us yeah. some, and, and we take it with us. Yeah. It's very easy to travel with. Yeah, yeah, and um, um, that's it. I so don't do need you, anything at the, at the at the beginning. When you get a client, do you kind of like buy that for them and like ship it to them? No. Uh, there was a time I was playing with the idea to buy and give them or for their birthday, I had this joke. I, I will buy them the, the heaviest dumbbell I can find in the store and just uh, send them to or leave in, in front of the door, but not anymore. So my people, my clients now, the new clients are in Europe. So just sending them something, it doesn't work. And they have Amazon in Europe. Um, they can order it from there. There are right. different brands and uh, yeah, it's just a hassle. But, when I send them a link, they can uh, research or sometimes I consult them what to buy. They, they want to buy something. They send me um, uh, whatever and then, then I research and I say this is a better thing or I give them some of uh, points of view that they haven't thought about. So in kind of wrapping up, where do you see, you know, where do you want your business to go in terms of like this? You know, you're now remote. All of your clients are remote. Where do you want to take this? Like, do you want to keep going in this direction? Do you want to kind of like build out the business to be remote and like just kind of like, yeah, like where where do you want this to go? That's a very interesting question. And I keep thinking about this uh, probably two, three hours every week at least. And um, I discovered in my life that it's, and actually I can see now in this, in, in, uh, in the business books that you're reading and I'm reading that, you know, when you have a new idea or a new company, there's this excitement that really brings you up and you're like going up. And then there's a flat line and there's probably a first problem in going down. And I, I really, I, I know the process. I expect this to happen. And um, I'm looking forward for, for, for the new excitement. And I learned not to be guilty about this. And um, because it's a spiral thing you're either going up or down you never stay in one place and i think um, if you have the feeling that you're going up you're good and um, i think for myself is very important uh, and for your mom um, to have the, this good quality family time for ourselves and for you guys to to come over and visit or fo or probably follow you somewhere <laughs> and um, uh, translating to business, this means 
no more than 25 30 hours work in a week maximum it doesn't matter mm -hmm. where and this can happen remotely like if i work remotely because i i figure out i need this extra hours for me to dream to just like uh, daydream if you want but um there is a time that um, meditation is very important part of my life now and i think Everybody who works with many people, even remotely, and spend time uh, in a computer, need to kind of include form of meditation or at least breathing exercises to clean yourself. This is the 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 day the daily um, way of uh, REM sleep, if you want. Meditation is just like you clean up your brain, you move to the next task. If you, if you have three interviews a day, we talked about this. You probably need to meditate between the three persons to be ready to be uh, to to give them mm. your best. So, what about like how do you see? Because for the audience that doesn't know, you guys just bought like a like an RV, like a caravan, you know. So, are, do you are you gonna go fully on the road and be like a remote from that? Like, how do you like where do you see the digital nomad part? of all of this fitting into your life or do you not see it fitting into it fully? Well, right now, uh, your mom is the only non-digital uh, nomadic uh, I know. Don't, uh, don't remind her. Yes. Yeah. And uh, she's holding uh, me back as an anchor. I would uh, <laughs> love to like... Uh, Pick, like uh, take the RV and start uh, traveling. I want to see the national parks, and um, I already bought, of course, you know, uh, the, the the mobile internet. So I'm prepared for this, and um, we definitely will try to 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 work on the road. And um, this is uh, a step closer to my dream to sail and work, and. Um, RV in a, some kind of in in a way a sailboat on the road. Yeah, so we, you're, you're scratching see, the edge. Yeah, yeah, we're we're kind of testing each other to see how we can work in this close in, <clears throat> in, uh, environment, environment. and um, we not necessarily like to be around people. And now RV parks like the ports of the boat are created in a way that you're very close to each other. Mm -hmm. And um, this is something that we want to avoid. And um, also traveling with the RV is a stressful part. Um, a sailing between ports, it's actually very relaxing. So yeah. this is very interesting, like, um, like if you compare both um, ex uh, experiences. But yeah, I would love to this year to, to do at least one long trip and work. And your mom will, will, she will try to do the same. She can, but, uh, you know, the circumstances. Yeah. Well, and I think what's really interesting about your story and sort of like the way that you've done this is that, I mean, I, I hope it's okay for us to share your age, but you're in your 50s, you know, so it's not like you're, you know, a, a young, I mean, you're a young guy, but you're not, you know, <laughs> you're not like 30 or something like that. So you were able to do this. So, age doesn't really matter. And like one of the things that I've, that I've had conversations with like you and mom about is like, Hey, when you want to retire, you know, you don't need to have as much money saved up to retire in order to retire in the U S like go somewhere abroad and retire there and maybe keep a couple of clients on. You'll still be able to generate income, but you can bring that retirement age down. I think 
for you guys and for anybody who's listening who is older, you know, who is yeah. in their 50s, that's really important is like take your clients remote, cut them by half or, you know, even just leave a third of them depending on what your financial situation is. Yeah. And you get to retire early and actually, you know, go somewhere. Yeah. So I think that that sort of your arbitrage with remote work for you guys is, is really important. Um, but dad, I got to say, thank you so much for coming on. This was, like I said, this was interesting for me. Uh, I hope you had fun and this was a requested episode. So I hope that uh, people enjoyed kind of getting to hear a little bit of like a background of like what's going on with like me, how everything happened and like how you transitioned your business. So yeah. Um, where, what is your website? If people want to go and check it out, um, and to kind of like, see if they want to maybe become a client or something like that. What is the website? Well, I have this, uh, karma to have a very unique name. So if you type my, just my name, it, they probably will, uh, discover me the same family <laughs> like name. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Deutschen. And actually I, you know, I bought Deutschen.com when, and very soon there will be a brand new website there. But, uh, my current website is want, like uh, I want the number two gofit.com. And, um, yeah, I'll have all of the links will be links on the website. Under, so yeah. there you and go. I'm proudly wearing the t-shirt that you gave me and your mom, look at this. This is my, right. uh, your age, you're displaying age. it. No, it's not mine. And I wanted to say <laughs> something uh, on uh, on your last statement about the uh, people being afraid of. Um, um, actually, you can live to hundred years now, and doing that, you can have many different careers. You need to mentally prepare for this. So don't think about retirement, think about different careers. So I'm not thinking about retirement. If I invest uh, um, wisely in my health, I have the opportunity to have at least two different careers from now on. And they don't necessarily need to be connected to fitness um, personal trainer like I started this uh, like uh, 12 years ago, right? Mm. So this is um, a mentality that um, it's coming with the, what technology allows us to, to do now. You can do remote stuff and probably, you know, if I have one client, I earn enough money to live one month in Bulgaria. So that's freedom. Just think about this. And then you have this mental kind of horizon to, to think about new stuff that can make you like happy. Yeah, well, that's the beauty of geo arbitrage. So uh, yeah, couldn't think of a better way to end. Dad, thank you so much for being on. And uh, I guess I'll see you soon. See you soon, man.